Hi, it's Mitch from PickDogs.com here with Chris and Rod. It is Thursday, June the 8th, 2023 here with your live show. We're live seven days a week, 365 days a year, and of course, always broadcast also via podcast for those podcaster fans out there. They're all the general podcast things. I'm not a podcast listener. Chris, do you listen to any podcasts? I guess not. Rod, how about you? <laughs> there's a couple I listen to. I uh, definitely like some hockey podcasts, and there's some a couple basketball ones that aren't bad. And then uh, once football starts, sure, there's a couple. Definitely uh, tune in to a couple podcasts. Wow, I'm a total non-podcast listener. I don't listen to anything. I don't listen to anything or anybody. I just listen to music. I'd like the roommate in college can't brush his teeth and listen to music at the same time. You know, like one of those people. It's like, it's like oh, everything no. throws him off track. You know. You ever have, like, it's like, I can't think straight. Well, see, I can put music on in the background. I haven't had the podcast going, so you can do two things. You just have that as the background noise, and then you, you have the podcast as your front noise. Yeah. It's like people on, my, people on my dog of the day. Some <laughs> guy wrote on my dog of the day. I got a new comment today. It said, this guy thinks he's cool because he plays the music loud. <laughs> well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Guilty as charged. I don't know, man. Man, my, my my Miami Heat looked terrible last night. It was depressing. I mean, they've looked bad before um, in some of these games, throughout some of these series, throughout the playoffs. But man, they looked bad yesterday. It was depressing. But you know, the thing is, this is they've been a resilient bunch, and when they've had these bad games, um, they bounce back. Now, the thing is, is you know. Each level of the playoffs, you're playing against, you know, presumably a better team. So, you know, the fact that they had two now against the Nuggets, I guess it just happens. At least that's what we can hope. That's what all I can hope for. But, uh, oh, man, I just really thought I, I can always tell when it's going bad. And that is when um, it when it's going bad is usually when um, – it's like early in the game, like one of our key players, our good guys, you know, that hits a lot for those, like Jimmy Butler or something, will miss the front end. You know, will miss the front end of two free throws or something. You know, and it's like when that happens, normally the writing's been on the wall almost every single game. So, uh, you know, I think uh, bounce back, you know, it happens. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely they haven't they haven't stayed down for long. That's been the case the entire playoffs. But they get definitely bounce back in the next one after. So yeah. Gave Vincent and Max Struess decided to disappear again. That's what got me. I bet on their threes last night and. Decided just said re, replica of game one combined. What, what was it here? Two for ten from three. Not gonna cut it. He wins. Got a foul trouble early, and then that doesn't help either. When you have to, you, you got two fouls early in the second there, and then they benched him, and then he came back out and he got another one. And it was like I was uh, gonna say he got three. He, he had three. Was the third one. He had three by halftime, I think. By halftime, yeah, he had three, and that doesn't help. 
definitely does not help those numbers. Well, just one game, and for me, I had a money line, so just minus 100. I mean, it was one of those days I went 2-2. Two and two, I was plus .1 unit, and uh, if you can go 2-2 two and two and turn a profit, you know, never a bad day. It's just the way that, you know, some of them are going to go, and that is my strategy. I've kind of made it a little bit more clear to people this year. I'm at least trying to make it more clear to everybody how, how my strategy works and, you know, how I bet and, you know, why, you know, my strategy is, and I'll say it a million times, and I say it all the time, and I'm going to say it every single day until the cows come home. It's my new thing because people always say, I want to know how you, you know, how you do it or whatever. <laughs> I know it's very, very hard to buy into this, okay? And that's where people struggle. Okay? And this is the difference between being able to do this and live a life like I have, you know, where I can, you know, after this, if I feel like going fishing, I can go fishing and whatever, and then I'll watch the games. I can bring, bring the games with me on the iPad, right? So, well, they don't give out finals MVPs after three games. So I don't think he is. Um, I think it's very, very hard to give somebody the finals MVP after the third game, especially, you know, when it's two to one. It's not like it's three nothing and it's no one's come back from three nothing, whatever. It's two one. Game four is in Miami. Um, I think it's a <laughs> way too early. I think uh, they said the same things after, um, they said the same things after game one, right? over like and then you know, then the heat won one in, in denver so uh way too early in the heat you know now i've lost three in a row at home and you know the nuggets who hadn't lost a home game all playoffs they've lost a game at home so i mean this is we've seen jekyll and hyde um you know we've seen three games and we've seen jekyll and hyde three games we've seen three you know where the nuggets have dominated the two games they've won and the, the second game they got the piss beat out of them so, um, you know, Chris, I, I had a question for you before I go on on my betting strategy. Do you think that the Rockies bullpen actually eats shit or do you think they just, they just eat shit like figuratively? Because to me, it looks like it could be a little both. You know, I'm just, I'm just trying to get my arms around it. I mean, I had the Giants yesterday, so I'm okay with it. But it's like, to me, when you just see pathetic play, whether you're, whichever side you're on, you have to wonder, you know, these sorts of things. I mean, it's the first thing that pops into my head. What do you, what do you think? Yeah, I, th I think you could be on to something. I think they eat it like it's cereal for breakfast, but, uh, you know, it's just it's... So like a bowl of rabbit pellets or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think they all wanted uh, free tacos. So if they give up some more runs, they could have got free tacos. No, so, you, don't uh, get, you, don't get, you don't get tacos on the opponent scoring runs. You only yeah. get tacos on your own runs. <laughs> you imagine. It's like, yeah, we got, we got Wait a minute. If you want to know about taco giveaways at stadiums, you're messing with the wrong crew here if you're guessing. Because we have all the we have all the data on the taco giveaways. That's this, this is what we do. You get ten runs for tacos. You're down four nothing. You go put out a position player for the last two minutes. <laughs> Rod's like. <laughs> I like our chances of tacos. Yeah, people are like that. We're not getting tacos. Man. Hey, don't worry, the bullpen's coming up. We, we like to tell you about the tacos. Here they come. Who the hell put Prince Fielder on the mound? Exactly. But anyways, I'm going to get back to my betting strategy. And the way that I do it, and I know not every, this is not for everybody. Everyone has their own strategy. Everyone has their own style. Works for some people, works for others, whatever. My strategy is this. 
I bet in a style that if I go 50 50, 500, right down the middle, I make money. That's my strategy. It puts me on plays in value plays where basically our YouTube community or people outside of our YouTube community or whatever, they, they roast me. They t- call me an idiot. This is a stupid play, da, 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 right? But these hit. And most of these teams out there, you know, you find the profitable teams. A lot of these profitable teams do not have winning records. So finding the value of, of these, you know, these big favorites and betting against them, and you're not going to hit every one of them. You know, you're not. And, you know, Dave Miller will say this is the squarest thing that I say at all. You know, he, I try and convince him how square I am, and, you know, he tells me I'm not. But when I say this, then he says, all right, you're, this is the squarest thing you'll ever say, is that if you find a team that's plus 250 three game, in three games in a row, you only need to win one and you turn to profit. He's like, well, that's the squarest thing you've ever said. But the thing is, is that I don't think it's necessarily the same team. It's finding, you know, three games, you know, or two games, you know, where it's like your plus money and even money or plus money and small minus money that you can always eke out that profit. You want to avoid that minus 260 loss. You want to avoid that minus 175 loss. You want to avoid laying a run and a half and minus 145. You are stacked against you in that situation. There's there's nothing there to help you. I mean, once in a while, I'll lay runs and odds. I mean, it is a rare situation. But most of the time, it's the only time I lay that is in my premium picks. You know, most of the time, if I'm laying runs and odds, I have the alternate line in my real bets and I'm getting plus odds. Because I don't believe that there's anybody out there that I know, professional or non-professional, can hit 75% of their games. And that's what you need to do. If you're laying minus 175, if you're laying minus 200, if you're laying minus 220, I don't care who it is. Chris, the 1927 Yankees, right? The greatest baseball team of all time. What was their longest winning streak over the course of the season? Rod, do you know? Uh, 18 years. Chris? I guess it's like 14. Eight games. Eight, Eight games. games. That was their longest winning streak of the entire season. Eight games. Who has the record for the longest winning streak over the course of a season? Oakland A's. Mm-hmm. Didn't you ever mm-hmm. see Moneyball? On Moneyball. <laughs> oh, I, saw, I saw Moneyball. I just never put two and two together. You know? So it's like you have to find the value on the board. And it doesn't always bite, slap you in the face. Like yesterday, we, we got bent over by the Rangers, right? Who got bent over by the Rangers yesterday? Right, guilty as charged. But I laid the, but I laid the, but I laid the run line, you know. So I only was minus a hundred there. But I was getting plus money on the other side of it. Who knew they're going to sit four guys? You know, I didn't know that when I made the bet. You know, I didn't find out till the game started. Little, little bird told me late. Stay Mike Davis now. says he only bets minus one ninety five <laughs> favorites. I'm kidding. <laughs> He'll get on here. It's like it'll be a it'll be a filibuster. 
<laughs> yeah, but I mean, the Twins doinked yesterday. They were playing against the team with the best record in baseball. <laughs> it's like, that's not a great thing. I mean, so, sometimes you look at these starting pitch at matching matches, and people put so much into starting pitching, right? These guys only play five innings, man. They're only one player that plays five innings. The very best pitchers don't shut everybody out all season long. The scoreless inning streaks are few and far between. Once in a blue moon, we start to hear about a guy who takes this run on the scoreless inning streak, right? Kershaw did it a few years ago. Zach Gallen did it. I think it was last year or the year before. But outside of that, I mean, you don't see these scoreless inning streaks going on forever. And before that, the only one I remember is Oral Hershiser, right? I mean, way back. So it's like way back when, yeah. Like you know, you have to time. you have to um look at the picture. I agree with you, Mike, that losing low from the lineup for the Rays is certainly a pivotal point for them. But you also have to remember that these that the Rays are a next man up team. They're not like a, a low isn't like, you know, a forty million dollar player superstar in their lineup. They're a next man up team with a great system. And you have to believe that they have one guy or three guys or however you put it together that can put together some sort of numbers. It might take three guys to do it, you know, but it's like they're going to find a way because that's what they do. I think they also, you know, so, you know, there's, 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 I just want to stress to you guys that it's like when I take some of these picks out there. It's not because I think it's a lock or Mitch said to take this or whatever. It's because that's how it fits into my strategy of hitting that 50% and still managing to turn a profit, right? That's what you want to do. And then if you can hit 51%, 52%, 53%, 54%, 55%, it's like you're through the roof. So, I mean, if you look at my NBA for the season, I'm barely over 50%. I have a profit because I'm betting on money line dogs, you know? just the way that it is it's the way of the world anyway speaking of the way of the world you really think that about the rockies bull i can't confirm or deny my opinion on the on the matter all right but yes i choose yeah probably a, a bowl of rabbit pellets right. every every day before they go take them out all right man <laughs> We got the Pick Dogs Dime Club. I haven't been talking too much about that. Call the toll-free number. A lot of, I mean, this is, this is, you want to talk about the bug the crap out of me product? This was the one, right? <laughs> I want to get the emails. I'm a big, I'm a dime player. I'm a five dime, like a three dime player. I don't want a hundred picks from you guys. I don't want it. It's like, all right, we'll do it. We have it in the works. <laughs> I promise you. It's like. All right, now we have it, you know, and it's like I gotta say, when things aren't, when things don't go well with things that we put out, I freaking hear about it, man. Yeah, I mean, whether it's Ruffalo's nineteen dollar play that he picked, you know, the Royals or something, I hear about it, man. I hear about it every time. How could he take them? Well, I don't know. They they were seventeen and four in their last twenty one. I I don't know how he took them, but he did. You know, it's like I hear about this all the time. But the Dime Club, I've heard nothing but really good things about. So I'm excited that we were able to deliver on this product. We have a toll-free number on the website. I'm not going to blast it out here on YouTube. Call it. Find out if it's for you. If it's not, it's not. 
We got tons of great stuff. We each have premium picks. I bet my premium picks every day. I also bet Dime Club plays because they're late information. The way our format of our website works is the plays have to be in by like 11 o'clock in the morning or noon Eastern time because of our audience and people that buy the long-term packages are all over the world. So they need to know what time the picks are in by. But with the Dime Club, the picks are late information. So they can access late information plays, you know, right up to the time of the game. Yeah, I mean, most people like that. Most people that are in the Dime Club, I like I said, I've not heard one complaint about the Dime Club. Everyone says that they like it. And the thing about the Dime Club, it gives you, it's, it's, it's on the face. It's a product that gives you a lot um, that if people didn't like it, you would hear about it because it's expensive, you know, because it's built for large bankroll players with late breaking information. It's stuff that can move lines. So it's like, it has to be that way. You know, it's like, anyways, check it out. I haven't been pushing it. I haven't been doing anything like that with it. I haven't, you guys haven't heard, man. It's certainly not a high pressure sales type thing. It's just not our thing. Late info is where it's at, right? It's like, if you're a large player and you're just looking for a couple of plays, like me, I like, I like, I like good plays and late plays. I like early plays. Um, yeah, the Dime Club is going to be huge. And the thing is, like Mike is saying, is that we're going to have additions to the Dime Club as well. The Mike Davis, you know, late information plays as part of the Dime Club. The Rod Zawacki plays. The, 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 the Fluff Dogs plays, whatever we call them now. Since they're not the Puck Dogs anymore, Rod made that crystal clear. And his David Racy, um, what would you call it, Chris? Rant? Um, but maybe we call you guys the Fluff Dogs or something instead. Could come up with some other names here, but uh, I'm sure it would offend some people. <laughs> Probably. Rod, you're still a puck dog. Don't worry. So is Chris. I'm not worried. Well, you I'm, <laughs> not, I'm not worried. <laughs> you seemed worried, worried the other day. <laughs> That's a little worried. <laughs> seemed worried. So, Start ripping David yeah, Racy on long. here. He oh. didn't do anything. No. I'm having a great week, so I, I got nothing to complain about. <laughs> Sounded like you were ripping racy to me, Chris. We we we, we have to bring it on head to head. Let's go. Come on. Eight and a half is the current line. The current line's eight and a half. That's just on wins and losses. That has nothing to do with the ROI or anything. But the win loss total is at eight and a half. You're getting eight and a half, Rod. You're the dog here. You're the oh, puck dog. You're the you puck dog. That line's not going to stay at eight and a half long. <laughs> oh, Jay Briggs bet, yeah. So, you know, that move. You know, just trying to move it. Let's try something a little different today. Let's discuss the games. Let's have some discussion. Reds and Dodgers. Chris, what do you think? Uh, I got to think. I like the over here. I mean... Clayton Kershaw on the road this season, 4.7 ERA. Graham Mashcraft, he's given up 25 runs in his last uh, three starts at home over just 10 and two-thirds innings. Uh, I like there to be a lot of scoring, a lot of home runs in this game. I saw Ellie De La Cruz hit his first home run last night. He absolutely crushed it. And, uh, I'm, I'm excited to see what he can do, but I, for this one, I like the over 10. Mike Davis, who's playing quarterback for LSU this year? Rod, what's up? <laughs> this one, what do you think? Well, this one I'm going to go with the Reds. I'm going to take the Reds plus the run and a half. I think they can uh, keep this close. 
Uh, we've seen Kershaw lay an egg a few times uh, this season. Uh, so I, I don't want to lay that kind of price with uh, Kershaw, who we know can definitely lay an egg. And uh, the Reds have been hitting, so I'll take the Reds plus the run and a half in that one. I've had the Reds in every game in this series. I'm going the other way here. I'm laying the alternate run line here with Kershaw. Graham <laughs> kissed my ash craft it going in this one, man. Ten runs last time out. Three the time before that. That was at Wrigley with the wind blowing in. Then it was seven against at home against the Cardinals, who can't hit their way out of a paper bag. I think Nolan Arenado is one of one for 678 for the last place Cardinals with runners in scoring position. Then at Colorado, oh boy, seven runs in that one. Then at home against the White Sox, eight runs. So that is 10, 13, 27, 31, 39 runs allowed in his last six starts. I like the Dodgers. <laughs> it's too many. It's too many. Kershaw on the road has been awful. He's given up. No, he's not worse than that. He's not worse than that, Rod. No, not as no, not as bad as I didn't say he was Could worse I? than that. I said he hasn't been great on the road. Well, can I interest you in a can I interest you in a twenty one point one zero ERA in Ashcraft's last three starts? <laughs> <Yeah, right. laughs> Kiss my Ashcraft. We've got the Nationals against the Diamondbacks. We've got uh, Josiah Gray and Merrill Kelly. Rod, any uh, any opinion on this gem? You know what? I'm going to go with the. I, I like the under uh, in this gem. Uh, I think, uh, like we said yesterday, uh, runs uh, definitely come at a premium. I think both pitchers go deep in, in, in this one. And I throw it to the bullpens who have been uh, pitching pretty well for both teams. So I'm going to go with the under here. I'm going to, uh, you know, every time you hear Merrill Kelly, it reminds me of Emmett, Ke- Emmett Kelly, the clown, right? But the thing is that Kelly actually hasn't been that bad. He pitched in the World Baseball Classic, you know, and it was kind of like he was seen as like that's all we, right? When he was in the World Baseball Classic, it was like, is that all we got, you know, uh, when he was pitching then? But now he's kind of, Diamondbacks Nationals has been postponed, so we'll just take it off the board here. Yikes. I think that was... All right, so we'll go to the next game, and I'll throw it to Chris because that gives me – I want to um, I want to put it in as a postponement on the board. So the next one is what, Minnesota-Tampa Bay. Um, yeah, it's Minnesota-Tampa Bay. It's uh, Chirinos against uh, Bailey Ober. Ober under. <laughs> Under Ober. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll take the uh, I'll take the Tampa Bay Rays um, on the run line. And they haven't been necessarily the best uh, you know, the same team that they were early on this season against right handed pitching, but they're still hitting them fairly well. They still are twenty eight and six at home, twenty and fourteen on the run line. Um, Bailey Ober he, he's been sort of a mid level arm for the uh, for, for the twins, but I just think that the, the Rays at home just uh, still too too playing too well to pass on, so Give me the Tampa Bay Rays on the run line here. Chris, what's your arm? If he's mid-level, what's your arm? Uh, bottom tier. Bottom tier arm? Yeah. What about at the uh, even at the uh, Brazilian Steakhouse? Like when you're really you know putting in 100% max effort? Maybe I can move up to mid-level at that point. All right. <laughs> well, I'm going to go the other way on that one. I'm going to take... Uh, Bailey Ober, he's been uh, a little better than uh, mid-level on the road this season. 2-0 and with a 6.69 ERA. 
and uh, a point eight five whip. He's been solid on the road. I'm going to take the uh, Twins to uh, salvage a win in this one and uh, beat the race. So is this game canceled on weather, or was it canceled on, um, like, the smoke like these ones yesterday? Imagining weather? Well, we're not imagining. uh, I'm giving out credits here to everybody. No, no, I know. I'm trying to find out. weather I don't think it's raining anyways it's quality air air quality alert that's what I thought it would be all these east coast ones what's going on there Chris with the Canadian you got the you leave the smoker on too long there <laughs> now wild wildfires in Quebec um, the the smokes the smoke made it all the way like out here yesterday Ontario. Um, we saw, like you said, a couple of cancellations yesterday. I didn't know it made it all the way. Down. I didn't know it made it all the way down to Washington. But yeah, I, I like this format a lot too. But it just takes too long generally. So that's why. That's why we don't do it anymore. Yeah. Um, it's, I like. I like the Rays in that one at home. I just think they're the better team. You got the uh, Brewers and the Orioles. It's been a way crappy trip to uh, Milwaukee for the Orioles up against uh, the Brew Crew in this one. Colin Ray, I think, has pitched a little bit over his pay grade um, recently. And uh, I think the Orioles maybe take out some frustration. They do have that big series coming up um, starting tomorrow that they're probably going to want to save something in the tank because they probably see Daniel Lynch listed as the starter for the Royals in Baltimore tomorrow, and they've got to figure, well, we're going to have to save something because, you know, not Lynch. Royals are 18 and 44 going into that one. You know, the crazy thing about this is that the Orioles, as bad as this road trip has been, they're still in second place in the American League East. That's crazy, right? That's how good they've been playing going into it. What do you think, Chris? Yeah, any any chance I get to go against the can uh, uh, against the. Uh... Against Colin Rea, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pass up on it. The Orioles, I think, just the better hitting team. I, I kind of like Kyle Bradish a little bit more than Colin Rea. So uh, to me, the Baltimore Orioles here, they're still the most profitable road team in baseball. How um, much do you put into starting pitcher? I mean, like I just said, they don't. I don't put as much. I don't put that much because you know they don't play that much. Well, they still they still pitch the majority of the game. No, they well, don't. More, I should say, they don't. I should say more often than that. Well, out of nine innings, five. If you say well, the Colorado Rockies, all right, against the San Francisco Giants two nights yeah. ago, threw two hundred and forty pitches. You're telling me that this guy pitched pitched one twenty one? Their starter? He didn't pitch the majority no. of pitches. Two hundred and forty pitches in one game. That's how bad that Rockies bullpen is. Two forty. I would say the, the, the starting pitcher is the end all be all of every single game. Of course, you've got to factor in the bullpens, but I am not seeing this postponement. I don't see this postponement anywhere. On the way, on MLB website, it says uh, postponed. All right. Well, that would. But be I don't good. see any reason why. It just. It just I don't see anywhere just, where it's um, you know, I don't see it anywhere else. No. It's still listed in some books too. It's like oh, okay. So weird. So weird, man. Dude. 
Yeah, I see it as postponed. All right, we move on. I'm just checking. I, the reason why I asked is because I don't want to go over any other games that are postponed. Did you give an opinion on this one, Rod? No, not yet. I, I, I like the Orioles here. Uh, they've lost the first two games of this series. And uh, you know what? When they lose the first two games of a series, they bounce back. They're 6-0 and uh, in that game three uh, after losing the first two. And uh, if you look, sure, Radish has been good. Uh, he has a solid start here, a little bit other than Rhea. And then when he throws it to the bullpens, uh, you look, this Brewers bullpen over the last 10, they've definitely been a little bit better than uh, Baltimore. But I think the Baltimore bullpen wants a win to uh, salvage one win in this series before the big series uh, coming up next. So I'm going to go with the Orioles here in this one. Got uh, the Rockies against the Giants. <laughs> Chris, what do you think? Back to the scene of the crime, and uh, I'll tell you. <laughs> I don't got time for this. <laughs> I, I can't block out a large enough segment of my day for this thing. God, <laughs> this is my game where if it, if, if if it was canceled, I don't think anyone would notice. But uh, uh, you know, give me the over eleven and a half. Especially with that bullpen performance from the Colorado Rockies, yeah, I, I don't want any part of uh, any part of Colorado. And Alex Cobb struggling his last couple of road starts, and San Fran, you know, they do have a great bullpen, but I still think that uh, can have over eleven and a half runs in this one. So give me the over, uh, Rockies Giants. Right. And I'm going to go with the uh, Rockies in the first five in that one. You know, and I, Chase Anderson uh, hasn't been bad at, at home. Uh, I think the Rockies can. Uh, get a lead here uh, in the first five. And then, and as you said, their bullpen has just been awful. And uh, the bullpen loses it late. So I'm going to go with the Rockies here in the first five. And you wonder why you're an eight-and-a-half-point underdog, eight-and-a-half-game underdog. <laughs> <laughs> Taking the Rockies. I mean, they haven't beaten the Giants since the Eisenhower administration. I, mean, I didn't say they were going to beat the Giants, did I? I, I think the, the Rockies, Rockies were an expansion team in like five? the same year as the Marlins. What year? Whatever year that was, the Rockies came in 90. with the Marlins, and they haven't beaten the Giants since. Was that ninety-seven? Something like 96, that. Ninety-seven. It's been a. It's 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 been a hundred and sixteen years since they've beaten the Giants. It's, it's on the betting tools. No, nobody said they were going. I didn't say they were going to beat the Giants. So I said they were going to beat them in the first five. Wow. Just like they did yesterday. Hey! And then they choked it away. So, yeah, I'm going to take the Rockies at the first spot. Giants full game. Wow. <laughs> I didn't say the Giants were going to lose this one. <laughs> I'm, I'm, taking, I'm taking the Giants here. Reverse tacos. I'm laying alternate line on this thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... Double meat on the tacos. White Sox against the Yankees. And the Yankees against the White Sox. It's uh, Luis Severino up against Lance Lynn. Chris? Yeah. You know, one of the doubleheader. I'm, I'm going to take the, uh, the Yankees here. Um, they're just a better team against right-handed pitching you know, in the last couple of weeks. Um, Chicago finds himself near the bottom of the league in terms of team OPS against righties. And uh, I just, I'm just having a hard time back in the uh, the White Sox offense right now. And Luis Severino, I think he got lit up at the Dodgers in his last start, but 
think you can have a nice bounce back start here. So give me the uh, the Yankees in this one. Rod, take care. And I'm going to take the White Sox here in this one. Uh, just as Chris said, yeah, Luis Severino, he got rocked last time. Oh, nine hits, seven runs, three home runs. And uh, going against his White Sox, line, White Sox lineup that uh, definitely can hit the ball. Uh, he's in trouble here. Uh, and we know what Lanzolin has done all season long. But, uh, hey, he's had a, an extra day off. He's had a, more than an extra day off. He's had eight days off uh, coming into this one. I think he, uh, as I said yesterday, grizzly veteran. Uh, has a nice start. And you look at the Yankees, they're a 1-6 following a day off. Well, the White Sox, 8-0 and following a day off. And the winners are fourth straight. I'm going to take the White Sox to continue rolling here in this one. Any chance the Yankees kind of fold up the tent in the second game because – Look ahead spot a little bit to the Red Sox tomorrow. I think you'd lose both. <laughs> Looking ahead to, to, the, to the Red Sox tomorrow. Chris? Uh, I don't want to. I'm, I'm still not a Mike Clevenger fan, so I think they sweep both legs of the doubleheader. You got any money in the race? He's a wacky. Uh... <laughs> I'm still doing my research. Still trying to find where the value is. All right. I kind of i I'm struggling on this Yankees. I think maybe the over here. I think Lance Lynn's given up. It's just so many runs. Um, Severino. It's like when he really when he misses, he really misses. He's like one of those guys that throws pretty hard. Oh, man. Zach Wheeler's a minus 250 favorite. I'm all over the Tigers in this one. I don't even care who's pitching. It's just a straight Wheeler fade for me. I talked about my betting strategy before the game, before the show or during the show or in the early part of the show, whatever you want to call it. This is the type of game. <laughs> this is the one, you know, where it's well worth taking a shot on the, on the dog, getting two to one on your money against overrated, overbet Zach Wheeler. Chris, you got your Connor Seabold jersey on or what? I don't think it didn't fit. Um, the, the B popped off the back. Uh, I'm going to go with the uh, man. I'm going to go with the Phillies here. Um, I don't love Zach Wheeler, but you know, I just I don't want to back Tyler Holden. Um, I think this is just a game where the Phillies can take out some frustration. You know, they've been decent against left-handed pitching, and even if Holden's an opener, I, I don't have much faith in the Detroit bullpen either. This this is. Probably one of my least favorite games on the board, but uh, I'll go with the Phillies on the run line. Yeah, definitely not my favorite play on the board either, but uh, I got to go with the Phillies here. Detroit's slumping again. Tigers 0-5 in the last five. That bullpen uh, not been great either. Almost a 5 ERA in their last five games. Uh, yikes. Uh, I don't agree. Give me the uh, Phillies on the run line of this one. Beat so up. the Phillies are 29-32 and 32 going into this thing, right? They have a minus 30 run differential. So they're 29, 29 and 32, right? So three games under. They're 16 and 10 at home. The Tigers are 26 and 33. So really just a, a hair worse than the Phillies, right? They have a minus 70 run differential. So they have been smoked and they've lost their last five games, 12 and 20 on the road. I still think all the value here is on the Tigers, man. I still think it's. I don't see any value bet laying minus 250 on a team with a losing record. They have a losing record, man. 
How are they worth that mon- kind of money? I find it insulting. Yankees. Sixty It's none of your none of your business. None of your business. Tigers on the road. Who asked you? Who who asked you? You did. You asked. That's what. Who asked you? You did. I'm telling you. All right. Yankees White Sox game two. Let's change the subject. Yankees White Sox game two. What do you think of this? Yeah, I still got to stick with the Yankees. I uh... you weren't up. I asked Rod. I was changing the subject. What the? I mean, what oh, kind sorry. of show? I'm it? Sorry. I mean, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm confused. I've, I've lost control of the show, man. Yes, you have. I, I've lost it. I'm man. Sorry. Chris wants to put words in my mouth. Come on. There you it's go. like it's all over Twitter. Mitch has lost the show. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag inmates running the asylum. It's like, oh my God, man. <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to the White Sox here. That, that just, for me, playing the matter ball, getting hot at the right time. And uh, I think if you put a little bit on uh, both game one and game two, the White Sox are going to win one of those. And you'll know, be ahead. Money. And if they win both, woohoo, dancing in the street. So give me the White Sox uh, in game two as well. I'll take the. Uh, let's see. Take another look. I'll take the White Sox in this one. I, that Vasquez, he gave up. I mean, basically, I mean, towering home runs in that game against the Padres. I'm going to go with the White Sox in this one. I think, I, and I like um, for Ruffalo's uh, home run prop. I like I like Robert to hit one in this one off Vasquez, and it's going to be a towering, towering shot. Upper deck type thing. You could hit uh, one of both. When Vasquez, when, when, to give up. it's one of those <laughs> things where it's like you know, the where the Yankee announcers say, "I don't know what it is, but the big guys always hit the biggest home runs off of us here in Yankee Stadium." He said that when Tatis hit that one. It's like, uh oh. Chris, what do you think? Man. Which was this still what the uh, the Yankees and White Sox? Yeah, we're still talking Yankees White Sox. Oh, I, I was I was saying I, I, I thought you, I doubled up on the on the first game. I'm sticking with the Yankees in this one. All right, then fine, uh, fine. Now we'll we'll save time. We'll, we'll cut you out. We got the Blue Jays against the Astros. It's Barrios up against Framber. I gave out the under in this one as my uh, big play yesterday. I ridiculed Ruffalo for giving out totals, and then I gave that out as my big play. I couldn't find anything on the board that I really loved yesterday. And the only thing I really loved was the under and the – it was nine, right? And, and it was nine and going up. So I got even money odds on nine. It was Bassett, on, you know, what's going on here, right? It was, it was five total. And I tell you, they struggled to get there. It was a two-run home run for the Astros. The big guy, you know, he lobbed one over the plate against the big guy, and you know, Tuve was on. And then it was a solo shot for the Blue Jays to get to get the other side of it. But I mean, there was only like five hits in the whole game. Yeah. What do you think of this one, Rios against Framber? Both these guys in form. So this, this could be another <laughs> quick one. 
Yeah, I, th- I think it could be. I, I like the under here. Um, the Blue Jays just, you know, they're not hitting left-handed pitching well. Uh, Framber, one of the better left-handers in the American League. But uh, Jose Barrios normally that's at home is where he pitches his best. And I think this could, you know, be a first to four wins kind of game if we even get there. You know, yesterday, like you said, it was three to two. Uh, I'll look for a similar kind of game here. I like the under uh, eight and a half or nine. Yeah, I tell you what, the YouTubers, the YouTube audience, a little critical of my um, of my Manoa comments. Still, still, still making them pay on those. You know, I mean, I I've been right. I just don't think they like the uh, the tone. It's 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 not it's it's not what you said. It's your attitude. It's the way you said it. <laughs> your attitude stinks. I like the Nerfie in this one. Uh, I don't see we, we see any runs in this uh, first inning. Take the Nerfie. Nerfie? No runs. Wow. We haven't had a Nerfie yeah. call on this show. Oh, breaking the ice there. <laughs> Got to go with the Nerfie in that one. Chris, <laughs> you know what we have on our hands? Got a real go-getter. <laughs> <laughs> I like the under again. <laughs> Well, you, know, you, get, you get in trouble if you, if, you, if you give out totals, so I figured I was like, eh, I don't want to give out total. I'll give out a Nerfie. Nah. Nerfie! <laughs> these guys are just, uh, you know, these guys are, uh, I mean, they, they don't even want to hit. It's so weird. It's just like, I mean, it was right? like so fast, the, the half yeah, innings in that game. game one. It's like, you know, sometimes sometimes when you have the unders, you're like, oh man, I'm in trouble or whatever, and it's like there's threats and guys on base and all that stuff. It's like I had the under. It was like a no sweat, like cruise, you know. It's like, oh no, it's like you start doing the math in your head. It's like, well, there's nine innings, and we're through the third. There's four runs in. It's like I'm gonna need a couple. And it's like, nah. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> nah. You're calculating who's. Who's going to come in from the bullpen? Mm-hmm. No, I'm going to stop that guy. He's got like a five ERA, and then that's too many. That's going to get us over. Oh. <laughs> that's why high lie is the ultimate degenerate gambling sport for that reason. Exactly what we're doing. That's why baseball, you know, baseball is one of them because the game's never, there's no time limit. So it's like you can't work the clock in baseball, right? So it's like there's, it's always possible that you can win. But high lie is one of those games where there's just like millions of possibilities. You know, it's like there's always all these possibilities that can happen, all these different combinations. I'll see you at the front, time. It's like people look at me like I got two heads. It's like I, you, you know you've been there. It's like don't even kid yourself. You never lived until you've been on Cuban High Alliance. <laughs> I love High Alliance, man. I love it. You go to the fronton. It's like all of a sudden I'm speaking conversational Spanish, yelling at the players. <laughs> I I took Spanish for five years, you know, in high school, in junior high. And I grew up in Miami, which is a Spanish city. And I can't speak really that much Spanish. I can understand it when people are speaking it, which is always comes in handy. But... I can't speak it very well, but when I'm yelling at it, when I'm yelling at a Spanish jockey or at Highlight, all of a sudden I'm fluent. <laughs> I 
mean, I never speak better Spanish than when I'm yelling at a highlight player. <laughs> the funny thing is, like, I went to high school with, with a guy who ended, who was, like, the world champion highlight player. And I'll tell you what, he was in my PE class, and he's one of the best athletes you've ever seen in your life. It's like, this guy could do everything. Anyways. Guardians against the Red Sox. Yeah, Rod, we got to talk about it. Sorry. It's, it's on the schedule. It's on the schedule. You knew it was going to come up. Um, you knew it was going to come up. It's not, it shouldn't have been, it just shouldn't catch you by surprise. It's on the schedule. We have to discuss it. Did he, did he, oh, he fake froze there. He did the fake freeze. <laughs> he did the fake screen freeze. Oh, man. I didn't see. Wait, wait. If you're going to do the fake freeze, you got to complete the look and you got to hang up on the call. It's a total. That's a, that's a classic. We haven't seen that one in probably. I haven't seen that one since Bittler, you know? I really. I haven't seen that since the Bittler days. I couldn't hold it though. It was just but, like but Bittler, he's got the head down like this, you know. Yeah, you put your head down. That way, you can, that way you can you can hide the face when you're laughing. He's kind of turned to the but side. But that's why I'm going to go with yeah. the uh, the Guardians. Um, Aaron Savali on the mound. I think he's the better pitcher than Matt uh, Dermody. Yikes! He's getting his first start. He hasn't pitched in years. Um, but he can. I remember him when he. I remember when he pitched uh, with the Blue Jays. So, uh, yikes. Actually pitched yikes. Um, last year with the Cubs. One game, one inning. Yeah. One inning, and he got rocks even in one inning, and yikes. He only walked two batters. Guardians, certainly. He only walked two. He struck out one, too, I think, right? <laughs> he went one inning and walked a couple, struck out one. He's going to be mad. He's gonna be mad, moody. Watch out for moody. He might be moody. <laughs> yeah, I think this one is—it's uh, one of those days um, at the office. I think you lay the run line here in Cleveland. Call it a day. The Red Sox are really struggling here on this uh, on this recent road trip, and they head to the Bronx tomorrow. So probably looking ahead a little bit, facing Garrett Cole. It's. I you know this it's one of those days where there's day games and then there's and there's night games and it's like if the day te- if the team in the night game has a game the next day that's on the road it should probably be in the day game right you know get them the hell out of there yeah. they're not um, <laughs> they're not <laughs> Chris what do you think we can't yeah, we can't pretend it's not gonna happen. Do you want me to do the fake, the, the, the fake freeze? <laughs> 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 I haven't seen it in a while. It's an oldie but a goodie. Yeah, I'm gonna take the. Uh, <laughs> I had to hold my breath too. I almost, lost, I almost passed out for a second there. I'm gonna take the uh, the Guardians in this one. Um, as well, like Rod said, Savali, I think just a better starter here. He got a nice return from the uh, from the injured list, and not only is it a look ahead spot for the, for the Red Sox, but even that I don't trust them in a bullpen game, um, which is what this looks to be. So, give me the uh, give me the Cleveland Guardians here. 
got the Mets and the Braves. Big money on the mound in this one. Spencer Strider and Justin Verlander got, uh, you know, I'd say Strider's next contract's going to put him probably got $100 million worth of pitcher on the on in this game alone. More, more, more payroll for pitcher um, in this. I think you have more payroll for these two teams than you probably have for the Rays, the Reds, the Pirates all combined. More than that, just in the starting lineup. I, I mean, probably five more teams. I think Spencer Strider is one of the most overrated players in all of baseball. And that I'm going to stick. Sorry, I'm sticking to it. You want to give me plus one fifty on Justin Verlander in a big game? Take it, Chris. Yeah, you took the words right out of my mouth. When's the last time you got plus 150 with Justin Verlander, and especially in a game that I think the Mets really need after letting one slip away yesterday? They really want they this one? Sure. They really want I'm not going to say they really want this one. I'm not going to say it. I'm just I'm going to say they're Rod mad. Say they let it, Rod will say they're, they're mad that they let it slip away yesterday. And uh, yeah, I think they're going to come out and, uh, like I said, when's, when's the last time we got plus 150 on Justin Verlander on a good day? So. Yeah, give me give me the Mets at plus one fifty here. Rod, any thoughts, the, hopes, the, dreams? The Mets have let two slip. The, the Mets have let two slip away in this series. They had the lead in both of these games in the first five innings. So uh, I'm gonna go with the Mets in the first five innings. I like the Nerfy in this one because both pitchers are gonna come out and uh, it's solid. And then you gotta take the Mets. You look at Strider and. Uh, He's faced the Mets already this season, and uh, when he did face the Mets, he went five innings. He gave up five hits, four <laughs> runs, three walks, eight strikeouts, and a home run uh, in that in that game. So uh, it's not like the Mets haven't seen this guy. You know, take uh, Pete Alonso to hit a home run too. I think he's injured. Yeah, he hurt his wrist. Is he injured? Oh, okay. Well, then I guess he's not going to hit. Him. I tried to get around on the home run prop video, and someone said his wrist was hurt. So is he playing? Oh. I didn't see out. a price for him last night, so. You're going to rub a little dirt on it? <laughs> Wish he could. check to see. Questionable. So he might run some, rub some dirt on it. Angels and the Cubs. I think Reed Detmer sucks. <laughs> and and I still have to take the Angels. Like, I don't like the spot for the Cubs. I just don't like the spot. I'm going to take the Angels. I hate Reed Detmer. I'm embarrassed for him. I'm not going to bet the game. There. I love when people say, you gave a pick and you say you're not going to bet the game. It's like, well, we get picks on all the games. Yeah, I like the over in this one. Um, Reed Detmer's, you know, 5.45 ERA in his last seven starts. Um, 0-5 with a 515 ERA on the year. So I think the, yeah, the Cubs can can get some runs off of him here. But uh, I also think the Angels will be able to scrape, scrape a few off as well. Um, once Drew Smiley leaves this, uh, this Cubs bullpen, an ERA well up over five in the last two weeks. So give me the over nine, uh, Angels-Cubs. All right. Rod? 
Unit. He just refuses to acknowledge it. <laughs> Still muted. All right. Didn't hear a word you said. We didn't hear any of that. Oh, we, I, think, I think we said muted about three times. Raj just kept going. <laughs> He's on a filibuster. <laughs> Tirade. I'm, I'm going go, to take the Cubs in this one. I know the Cubs, you look at the Cubs, 0-7 in the last seven interleague road games, but hey, that streak needs to come to an end here, especially with Detmers on the mound. I think the Cubs can get to him early and uh, take their early lead and uh, hold on to that and uh, get the win. So I'm going to go with the Cubs, who are actually 6-2 and two in their last eight trips uh, into L.A. So go with the Cubs here. That's where the value is. That, that brings us to our segment where we trash our competition. No, I'm just I'll save it up for another day. Anyways, I love trash talking competition. Love it. We never say anything bad about you. Because <laughs> look at the source. Because that would give me the old look at the source. Look at the source. All right. Panthers against Vegas. The home team has won the last seven meetings of these two teams. This series has really been all Vegas. I mean, it has been real one sided games. We're going with the Panthers here. And the under. I know it said over in the betting tools, but I'm taking the under. I think for the Panthers to win, I think the under is more of their style of game. They're an under team. Chris? Yeah, I'm going to stick with your pick from the betting tools. I'm going to go with the over. Um, so we've seen 12 goals on Sergey Bobrovsky in the first two games. And, I mean, the Golden Knights just figure out how to get to him. And I think it's up to Florida to respond offensively. Um, I could see this being a four to three kind of game. I think this game could need overtime as well. So maybe a sprinkle on the 60 minute tie, but I'm going to take the over uh, six goals in this one. The over's hitting six straight, make it seven. Yeah, I would definitely uh, sprinkle on that, that uh, overtime. Um, I think we've got a battle, and uh, I think this game does see overtime in this one. I think it's uh, three three heading to OT, and uh, that gives us an over. So I, I agree with the over as well. I like the over in the first period. I think uh, the Panthers come shot out of the can and they score first, and then uh, Vegas answers. So at least we get two in the first. So take the over one and a half goals first period as well. Hmm. All right, parlay time. Go with the uh, the Guardians, the under in the Jays and Astros, and the Baltimore Orioles. And I'm going to go with the Cleveland on the money line, Mets on the money line, Cubs on the money line. Are those three? Rays, Angels, and Panthers for me. This Mitch, thanks for joining us. Got a whole show in. It's beautiful. Kind of, you know, I kind of like the old format, the wraparound. I like it too. I didn't say roof oil. Anyways, make it a winning day. We appreciate each and every one of you. If you missed any of this, well, you can just hit the rewind button on YouTube and find the spot that you missed. Or you can listen to the podcast over on any of those podcast stations. 
Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple iTunes, iHeartRadio, Odyssey. I, I like the format. I do. I do like this format. The thing is, like, when you get into, like, college hoops and stuff, it's, like, too many games and stuff. Yeah. Baseball, it's okay. We can do this for a little while. We'll see. Until we get sick of each other. Have a great day, everyone. Appreciate each and every one of you.